just needed time to do what I had to do. Caught in the life, I can't let it go. Whether that's right, I won't ever know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Intermission Podcast. This is the NFL Week 10 edition. I'm joined by the boys, Sam, Thomas, Dalton, and Mike, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers. What's going on, boys? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Excited for this week. I can't lie. can't lie. Double digits. We made it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good week of football. Bills coming off a big win. I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's, it's a tough loss. It's a tough, it's a tough day to be a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for Steelers, sure. Steelers almost lost it last week, or not almost, but like it was looking scary there for a bit. So they pulled it off, thank God. And the Jets Colts almost Jets played. almost got a dub. Yeah. Oh my God, I wanted them to win so bad, so bad. Alrighty, well let's get into today uh, this week's matchups. Uh, starting off, we got the. Buccaneers and Panthers. Obviously, the Buccaneers face coming off a absolute d- terrible game against uh, the Saints and the Panthers. Well, I don't who did they play last week? I'm trying to remember who they can play. Anyways, regardless, uh, who are you guys taking in this week's game? Whoa, they got smacked, didn't they? Jeez. Yeah, yeah TB12 wasn't looking too hot. Looked like a system quarterback in a bad system that week. Uh, Drew Brees cashed in, locked in. I'm taking the Panthers in this one. All right, I got comeback game. Um, you know, hate Tom Brady. We say it every week. We all hate Tom Brady, but uh, the guy doesn't lose too often. No matter where he is, I mean, he does. It's been a long time since he really lost two in a row. Um, I'm gonna take the Bucks, but just because I took them, the Panthers are gonna beat them like they always do. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks too, just because I think this will be a comeback game for them. Um, you know, yeah, last week they got absolutely smoked. I watched that game, as I'm sure, I think, pretty sure all you guys did. And it was just, it was crazy. The Saints were just, like, rolling on them. So, yeah, I'm taking the Bucks to bounce back this week. But, yeah, no, it is a divisional matchup. Wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers give them trouble. Um, yeah. And then hopefully Antonio Brown, this game, he can get going more. Um, you know, he was, you know, very minimal in their last game. Uh, but obviously it was the first, first time playing in like, you know, quite a while. And obviously he's still learning the playbook and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Panthers are not going to have Christian McCaffrey, which is going to be a big blow. And obviously he's one of the best running backs in the league. And he had a hundred scrimmage yards and two scores last week. And the Panthers, they did, put up, they did put up a really good fight against the Chiefs. They dominated them in time of possession. And they did put up 30 points on the road, but unfortunately they're playing the Chiefs and they're going to be facing a pissed-off Tom Brady who wants to prove that last week was just a fluke and I'm going to take the Bucks. Yeah, I got the Bucks winning this one. I think it's going to be a little bit closer considering how well the Panthers did against the Chiefs. And, but I do see that Tom Brady is going to have a bounce-back game because like many quarterbacks like, – like, like, like many great quarterbacks, they don't lose two games in a row. They, they, they might lose one, uh, but they'll never lose two. So I got the Bucs winning this one. Our next matchup is sort of a toilet bowl game. If you consider it, got the Texans and the Browns, two teams that really haven't had the greatest seasons. The Browns were looking hot to start, but then they actually played some real tough, real, some real teams, and they just got absolutely destroyed by the Steelers. So who are you guys taking in this week's, uh, this one of the, one of the week's uh, toilet bowl matchup? Let's go with the Browns just because I want the Dolphins to get a better pick. Um, Texans have disappointed me all season long. Um, almost lost against whoever that new quarterback was in Jacksonville that was ripping 
balls all over the field. Um, I don't know what stage it is in the Baker cycle. As Thomas knows, Baker goes through, uh, through the Baker Mayfield cycle. So it looks like he's approaching the show my doubter wrong game. So I think he's going to light up a inferior Texans team. Yeah. Um, the Browns, they've been looking a little down since losing OBJ. Um, their offense on paper should be doing a lot better. I mean, they're, they do have a winning record, which for the Browns is a complete victory already. Um, they still have the season to go, however. But um, the Texans haven't looked that great. I mean, they, as Alex said, uh, Jake Lutton, the sixth-round pick, I believe, um, tore him up last week. Um, Texans still won that game. But um, I'll take – I'll take the Browns this week just because we've seen what that offense can do. And, I mean, give them some credit. They do have a winning record. Um, and they do get Nick Chubb back this week as well. Um, we don't know how much he's going to be playing, but uh, Nick Chubb is back. And we get that tandem of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb that's insane. And we've mentioned before, like, Kareem Hunt could be a starter pretty much anywhere else. Give or take a few teams. Um, yeah, I'll go to Cleveland. Six and three. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns also. Uh, the Texans have been disappointing this year. It's kind of been sad uh, considering the past few seasons they've been, you know, a strong team. Uh, the Texans, they're allowing about 160 rushing yards uh, per game this season. So, you know, whether it's Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, uh, I feel like they're just going to roll over them, you know, stick to the run game uh, and all that. And, yeah, taking the Browns in this one. And uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a blowout. I'm I'm going for a blowout in this one. Yeah, like the Baker Mayfield cycle, like Alex said, he's going to light up an inferior opponent. It's going to be the Texans. Texans defense is not it this year. Um, and the Browns, they can put up points. And Nick Chubb coming back is going to help them a lot. Best running back duo in the NFL, without a doubt, Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And it'll probably be a blowout. I wouldn't be surprised if the – if the Texans put up some points, Deshaun Watson's pretty lucky that they didn't trade Will Fuller because then he had absolutely no receivers on the team to throw to. But um, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns. I think it'll probably be like a 10 point game, something like that. But yeah, I got the Browns. Yeah, I got the Browns winning as well. I think it's going to be probably like it's a, a 10 point win. I think Baker's going to kind of come back on the cycle. He's going to have a good game. Their offense, like as well, can score points. It can be successful. They do have Nick Chubb back, and that one-two running back punch is going to be key to, to their success in the game. And there as well, they're playing the Texans, who just aren't it this year and are really bad. So I think it should be an easy win. Um, our next matchup features the Washington football team and the Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions are actually favorite, three-point favorites coming into this game. Who are you guys taking in this week's matchup? So we have the football team going up against Matthew Stafford. And that's it. So it's the football team against Matthew Stafford. So we got a one-man team against a team without a name. <sighs> tie. It's going to be a tie. That's what's going to happen. Now, um, I, I think Stafford is going to start throwing bombs to, like, no-name receivers. And it's going to be a three-point win for the Lions. Um, I'm going to take Washington in this one, surprisingly. Um, we mentioned no Kenny Galladay. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's questionable. He kind of showed up late in the injury report in the week with the toe injury that he had last week, but he still played. Um, thankfully, Kyle Allen didn't break his whole entire leg off. We we all thought he did when we were watching the game. 
he took a big time hit on that leg sweep by Jabril Peppers. Um, somehow he only comes out of that with a dislocated ankle and like a minor fracture. Don't know how his leg looked like jello when it was flying through the air. Washington football team quarterbacks, you know, do you think Joe Theismann, Alex Smith almost added Kyle Allen to that list? Um, but I mean, you watch the end of that game. Um, I'm pulling up the stat line now. They only lost by three to the, to the Giants, but Alex Smith was 24 for 32 with 325 yards. That's a respectable stat line, you know, knock out the three interceptions. But, I mean, the yards were impressive for a guy who's working with Terry McLaurin, uh, Cam Sims, J.D. McKissick, Isaiah Wright, and Logan Thomas as his main pass catchers. I think 325 yards is pretty impressive. Um, we said, I said it last week with the Jets. If there's a team that they can beat, it's going to be the Patriots. They did not. They came close. Um, I think that there's a team that the football team can beat out of the division. It's going to be the Lions who are banged up. I'll take Washington. Yeah, I'm also going to take Washington in this one. Um, you know, not because Alex Smith is 5-0 and in his career versus the Lions, by the way. Uh, but you know, the Detroit defense is allowing about 392 total yards this, this season, um, in a, like in games and all that, like almost like 150 rushing yards, like 250, like passing yards. And, you know, uh, like you mentioned, Alex Smith's stat line last week, that's a pretty respectable stat line. So I think, you know what, he's going to be obviously starting this game. Um, yeah, Kyle, obviously you saw what happened, Kyle Allen, he's out, um, yeah, I'm taking uh, the Washington this one. And I think, honestly, it'll come down to who can, uh, you know, make less errors. And basically, whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win this game. And I think Washington can pull this one off. Yeah, I'm going to go with, well, it's kind of tough. The Lions, they've shown me that they, under Matt Patricia, that they haven't done anything. They're like 12 and 27 and 1. They're horrible. I don't know how he's still the coach. I feel like the Lions are going to win this game and it's going to still keep them in the pit of mediocrity because um, they're not going to be a horrible team, but they're not going to be great. And it's going to keep Matt Patricia's job. Like I'm surprised Washington is not trying out with Dwayne Haskins more. I'm, I know he didn't do well start off the season. They benched him, but Alex Smith, he's coming back. Like he played for the first time since 2018. He threw three interceptions at pretty much, lost them the game against the Giants. I'm surprised they're not going to give Dwayne Haskins any more reps, but it is what it is. I'm going to take the Lions, but I wouldn't be surprised if they blew it. I'm going to take the Washington football team in this one with the fact that Galladay's out and it's really pretty much a one-man show and with Stafford not having to throw with. Uh, Alex Smith being in the game, yeah, he didn't have a great performance, you know, three, three picks and stuff like that, but I think that he might have a bit of a bounce-back game. Uh, and just uh, tear apart the Detroit Lions defense. Um, our next matchup is probably going to be a blowout because it opens as a 13-point favorite, the Packers against the Jaguars. Uh, I think we probably know – I don't know. We probably know who we're all going to pick in this game. But anyways, uh, let's go through our picks. Who you guys taking in this game? Mike, how many touchdowns are you putting up against that Jags defense? Honestly, man, I was thinking, like, maybe six, you know. Uh, like, you know, if, if – yeah, six. I'm going with six. You know, if if the audience is curious why I keep calling um <laughs> Mike Aaron Rodgers, it's November. The boys are growing out the beards. Mike always had the nice long beard, but this dude looks like uh 
Aaron Rodgers when he had the stash and he was doing the discount double check commercials. That's why I said, what's he going to do? But, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to sling across that Jags defense. It's going to be a blowout. 13-point favorite. I think it will be a two-touchdown game. Uh, it's probably one of the more easy picks of game, uh, easy, easy games picked this week. My survivor pool, I have very little good teams left. Uh, I took the Packers this week, considering that there are a lot of close matchups. When you look at record-wise, um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, man on a mission. I'm talking about it before. Devontae Adams, he's really pushing um, to be one of the best wide receivers in the league, get, put some respect on his name. Uh, insane Packers fans have said for years that he's the best wide receiver in the league. They must not know who Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins are, but this year he's really coming into his own. Um, Jacksonville, while they are one and seven, they aren't an, like an abysmal team. Um, let's say they're going to have any shot in this game. Uh, they have some young guys that they're really developing right now. Um, we think Minshew, he's hurt right now, but last season coming out of being a backup behind Nick Foles in the beginning and becoming a starter for the rest of the season, he's a young guy, second year in the league. Um, they saw Jake Lawton last week, who I believe he's a rookie this year, did have a bad game. James Robinson, he might be the best undrafted free agent in this in this year. Um, I don't really know any, any other guys who had that position, but – uh, DJ Chark, we saw him last year. Him and Minshew played really well together. Uh, they're not going to win this game, but the Jaguars have a lot to look forward to in the next four or five years if they can find a way to keep developing these guys and the ones that are turning people's eyes um, and keep them relevant. Uh, that being said, though, the Packers will win this game. I hate saying by more than two touchdowns, but I think it'll be a double-digit game. Go, Pack, go. I'm not going to provide any context to this. I'm just saying Packers are winning. And I will and I will say this. If the Packers lose this game, which they won't, but if somehow they manage to lose this game, I will not shave for the rest of the season. I will not shave until the Super Bowl comes and is gone. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Packers are winning this. I think you guys remember like six years ago when Aaron Rodgers torched the Bears for six first half TDs. If he has a chance to even recreate that record or break that record, it's against this horrible Jacksonville defense and a rookie quarterback that they could force to make mistakes so they could get the ball back. Like the Packers are going to win this without a doubt. I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers put up some records. I think it would be hilarious. Other than that, yeah. Yeah, this is probably one of the easy, easiest games to pick. Uh, Packers are gonna, it's going to be a blowout, probably 14-point win. Aaron Rodgers is going to sling it against that defense. He's going to light up that defense. And uh, I, at least maybe Devontae Adams is going to have two more scores. If you have Devontae Adams in fantasy, he, he's going to have a big day for sure. Um, our next matchup is a crucial game, actually, in the NFC East because it's battle for first place in the NFC East between the Eagles and Giants. Who are you guys taking in this week's game? So the Giants won. They won last week, right, against a injured Washington football team. Only three points. As good as the NFC East is, and as competitive as it is, the Eagles are going to take this one. Um, I don't think the Giants are good. I think Dalton said it a couple of weeks ago. They're a poverty franchise. After watching many episodes of Gridiron Heights on Bleacher Report and watching them rip uh, Eli Manning the whole time, they are a poverty franchise. <laughs> And, yeah, the, the Eagles are going to take control of the NFC least. No bias. Uh, the Eagles might be back in a big way this week. We've seen 
you know, the slander of, you know, the Eagles suck, but we haven't considered the fact that the amount of injuries that they have uh, at key positions, there was a point where I think two weeks ago, out of the 11 week one starters on the Eagles, nine of them were out. And of those main substitutions, I believe six of those backups were out with injury. This week, the Eagles are getting back Lane Johnson. They're getting back Miles Sanders. Alshon Jeffrey is back this week. Um, Isaac Samulo is back, who is surprisingly somehow their starting guard. Um, the Eagles are getting healthy at the right time. Um, their record isn't anything pretty. The NFC East is less than that. The Eagles are a good-looking team right now if they can stay healthy. Um, they did flip their uh, their player development in the offseason, and it hasn't really showed. But we've seen the emergence of Travis Fulgham, you know, these random guys. And other than Zach Ertz, all of their pieces are coming back at the right time right now. Hey, I'm not going to be biased Eagle fan in this, but I think they're a team to watch out for. Um, they can get a home playoff game against the, a team like the Bears right now or some wild card team that will squeak in because of a good early season record like the Chicago Bears. Um, they're a dangerous-looking team right now. I wouldn't say, you know, they'd compete with any other division outside of the NFC East um, as they're going to kill their in-division opponents for the rest of the season, I believe. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Eagles in this one handily. I would love to see the Eagles face the Bears in the playoff, by the way. I just – Nick Foles and against, you know, the Eagles and everything like that, that'd be, like, a great story. But uh, I'm taking the Eagles. They've won eight consecutive games against the Giants – um, you know, the Giants, yeah, like you said, they won against the bang, uh, like a banged up Washington team last week. And, you know, the week before that, I'm pretty sure they faced the Bucks, and they put a, put a decent, you know, respectable performance, um, despite losing and all that. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Eagles in this one. I do not see the Giants, you know, being able to, you know, muster up anything, uh, to like compete with them in this one, um, even though that each of their last six games have been like like the Giants games have been decided like one possession, um, I don't, I just I don't know. I think the Eagles are the better team here, uh, and like uh, you said, Dalton, they're getting back a lot of uh, players, key players from injuries. So yeah, Eagles, Eagles are going to take this one on the road. I just want to point out that there's no division in the NFL that's as competitive as the NFC East. Every team has a chance to win this division, and it's hilarious. I, I like, like Dalton said, Eagles are getting a bunch of key pieces back. They've been dealing with injuries the whole time. Carson Wentz, I know some of the blame like, is because of injuries, but Wentz has not been that good this season. Like Going into the bye week, he led the league in turnovers in interceptions, but he was also sacked the most. Like, if Wentz can't do well when he has some of his pieces back, then I'd be worried about the Eagles quarterback situation because this is a game where he can actually thrive. And if he doesn't step up to take the opportunity, then I'd be worried. But, yeah, I got the Eagles in this one. Yeah, I got the Eagles winning a close one here against the Giants. Um, yeah, like Dalton has said, they've got a lot of key pieces back. And I do think this is a big game for Carson's win because he's playing a not really good football team. And if he can't do well against them, then it's going to really look bad. Um, but yeah, no, I got the Eagles winning probably by like three. So it's going to be a close game. 
Our next matchup features two uh, young in quarterbacks, two rookie quarterbacks. We got the LA Chargers facing up the Miami Dolphins and Tua versus uh, Justin Herbert. And obviously Tua's starting to shine a bit. He's, he's looking a little better in his second start. And uh, so who you guys taking in this game? It's Tua time, baby. You already know what's good. My boy, Dolphins 5-3. and three. The Miami Dolphins 5-3. and three. All jokes aside, Tua, Tua looked like he was coming in his own. Um, he looks sick when he rolls out of the pocket. He hasn't thrown a pick yet. Uh, I think he's going to throw a pick this week. But it's going to be a showdown between the fifth overall pick and the sixth overall pick in this draft. Obviously, Herbert's been torching defenses. Also, only won one game. Tua's 2-0 as a starter. I can't blame him. The Chargers don't have as good of a team as the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins defense has bailed him out in the past. But Tua, Tua can sling it. And he was finding different receivers last game, whether it was Devontae Parker but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dolphins by six, just so the Chargers can go like six straight games or like six games out of eight, losing by like six or less points. It's two a time. Um, I got the Dolphins this week mainly because whenever Justin Herbert takes on a I'm gonna do air quote respectable defense, those have been his worst weeks in fantasy, uh, stat wise. Uh, he played KC, put up 22, which isn't bad for a rookie at all. Plays Carolina, puts up 15. 23 against Tampa. The games where he's played soft defenses like Jacksonville and Vegas, he's had great weeks. Um, the Dolphins are a different story, though, as Alec mentioned. They're, the Dolphins' defense has carried them quite a bit this year. It is Tua time in Miami. I think that switch from Fitzpatrick to Tua couldn't have come at a better time. Leah's question thinking maybe if they should have done it earlier. Tua had a great week last week. I don't think many people had him coming into Arizona and beating the reigning Rookie of the Year quarterback with a very, very potent offense. Arizona, though, should have won that game. Uh, Zane Gonzalez misses a 41-yard field goal, which should be everyone's bread and butter in the NFL as a kicker. Did that uh, last week, the week before, too, against the Seahawks. Yeah, they, the, Dolph- the, the Miami has escaped last week. Not to say that he didn't play a good game, because I believe they put up 31 points because the Dolphins this week. Herbert is a great quarterback, but he is not, like, top 20 material already. Uh, I think it is two a time in Miami, as it is every week that he starts. The kid's impressive. Dolphins get the dub this week. 100%. Um, yeah, Miami is Miami's rolling now, and they're pushing – they're pushing for a playoff spot. And you know what? I have a lot of respect for them. And I want to give a lot of respect to their coach, Brian Flores. He's really, really turned the team around in such like a short amount of time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking Miami in this one. Um, I, the Chargers have allowed like the fifth most points, uh, fantasy points uh, to quarterbacks since week four. So, you know, to, uh, this is honestly, this is arguably the, week, uh, the game of the week, you know, Two two rookie quarterbacks just going at it, you know, and like yeah, this is like I'm actually I'm looking forward to like watching this game in between uh, in between the Steelers and the Bengals. So, um, just to add, how you said it's probably one of the games of the week. Chargers are going with I think their powder blues, and the Dolphins are wearing their throwback jersey. So this Ooh. this is about to be a hot looking game. Oh yeah! See, there you go. So like, yeah, and and the Dolphins have won four straight games. Like they're, wow! It's just it's just gonna be a good game. And yeah, also another stat: Dolphins are four and one in games outside of their division this season. Just another thing to add on to that. But uh, but yeah, I think this is gonna be a duel. 
great duel, great matchup, but I'm taking Miami. Yeah, the Chargers could easily be a playoff team right now. All their losses this season have been one-score games, and I think that just might be a reflection of the coaching for the team. It might be time for a coaching change in L.A., and, you know, they're not really – they're not a bad team. Like, they're way better than their record shows, obviously. Like, two and six is not what they are. They could easily be positive. But I, I don't – because they haven't been able to close out games at all, like close games really this season, I'm going to take Miami. Miami's got a pretty decent defense, and Chargers don't really have that good of a defense. And while I do think Herbert is better than Tua right now, um, I feel like he won't be able to get – I feel like Tua will do enough to get the job done, and Herbert will do. Herbert will have a decent game, but it won't be enough to help him get the win. So I got, I got the Dolphins in a close one. Yeah, I got the Dolphins winning. It's probably going to be close. Um, I don't think it's going to be too high scoring. I think the Dolphins' defense is really going to step up and shut down uh, the offense of the Chargers and stuff like that. So I don't see the Chargers putting up a lot of points. Um, yeah, the Dolphins are five and three. They're rolling. They've won, I believe, five of their last six. They're not, I wouldn't. I don't want to say they're creeping up on the Buffalo Bills because the Buffalo Bills are actually doing really well. But they're if the Buffalo Bills struggle over the next few weeks, they could be getting close to the Bills. But regardless, um, yeah, it's two a time in Miami. Justin Herbert. I feel bad for him because he's a good quarterback, but he's just seemed to be on a bad team or in a bad system. And I think that if you put him in Miami or maybe in a different system, he would be probably have a positive record. He's doing. He's still doing really well. Uh, he's got a over 100 passer rating, only throw five picks through 10 weeks. So, But I got the Dolphins winning this one. Watch out for the Chargers ne- uh, next year. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. They're going to they're gonna be a great team this uh, next year. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 it's all good. Yeah, uh, I think they could be. I think with the right coaching, they can be a successful team. Moving on into the next matchup, we got the Buffalo Bills and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, two, another battle of two young quarterbacks in Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Who are you guys taking in this week's matchup? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, so the Bills, uh, they've had a great season this year. They were six and two into last week against the Seahawks. Um, I think pretty much all of us, except for maybe Sam, picked picked the Seahawks. Um, Buffalo comes in, plays a great game. Um, they win forty four to thirty four. Um, if you had the over in that game, congratulations to you. Very, very high-scoring game. Josh Allen has an absolute gem. Um, we saw in Sam's mid-season Madden rankings, boost the man up. Give him a boost. Comes in 31 for 38 with 415 yards and three passing touchdowns and carries one in for himself. Guy's having a great season. Um, we talked about it last week. It's going to be a stretch for him to get back in the MVP conversation. Uh, but that game right there is the definition of a stretch. Um, brings him back in the MVP race. While it's still Russ's to lose, um, it's still, yeah, it's still Russ's to lose. Aaron Rodgers, still number two. We talked about other guys in there, but it is a quarterback's year in the NFL. Uh, Kyler Murray comes in, plays Miami last week. Has a really off game, runs the ball a lot, but only finds DeAndre Hopkins three times, I think, last week. They struggle, miss a field goal. That's nobody on the offense or defense's fault. I'll take the Bills again this week. Josh Allen is uh, almost like Aaron Rodgers. We'll take it. Bills over the Cardinals. Let's hope Zan Gonzalez 
uh, doesn't miss any more little pooch field goals there. Go Bills. Yeah, um, tough loss for the Cardinals. Kickers miss. I don't know if he missed back-to-back weeks, if they put the Seahawks the week before. So he pooched one in OT or right before OT, and luckily they won. Pooched one against the Dolphins. This is going to be a great matchup. Um, the Bills really need to watch out because they lose this game, which I think they will just because I think Kyler Murray is that guy. I think it's going to be close, a three-point game, because I do respect the Bills a lot. But for some reason, I have a feeling like Kyler is just going to come out and start torching the defense. It's going to be a three-point game, I think. But the Bills need to watch out because they have the Steelers coming up in a couple weeks too. And then I think they have a, a free win against the Jets. Dolphins have a pretty easy schedule too if they get – through a couple of the games played with the Chiefs. I think Thomas mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. We could see a game, last game of the season, where AFC East is up for grabs, which would be amazing. And I think a lot of a lot of minds are gonna be blown that week. So I'm hoping that it's like dead even. We're gonna have the Bills and the Dolphins going for the division AFC East week 17. It's gonna be an interesting one. I'm gonna take the cards in this one though. I love Kyler Murray. Yeah, I'm I'm tossing and turning between this one. Like I've been going back and forth and, you know, making cases like, you know, personally, like why each team would win. Like I'm still not hundred percent certain, but I think this stat right here is leaning me more towards picking the Cardinals that uh, Stefan Diggs, like among the 20 teams he's faced in his career, like multiple times, the Cardinals are the only team he has fewer than a hundred receiving yards against. So I think that's, that's a, a key stat there that just is going to make me pick the Cardinals in this one. But honestly, this game could go either way. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like another reason I guess the Bills could win, for example, is, you know, if it comes down to like a, a, a three-point game and Zane Gonzalez misses again, you know. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Um, I'm sorry, Thomas. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm. It's a tough one. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a great one. So no bias here. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills are finally starting to put it together. I know they gave up 31 points against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, but they did force four turnovers. They pressured him more than any other team has in the NFL, and they sacked him five times. There's the defense is finally starting to put it together, and they're starting to come back in their 2019 form which was a top five pass defense in the NFL. And their run defense has never been that good, but if they can send the heat and hopefully depend on their blitz or hopefully depend on their secondary to make plays because they do have a good secondary still. And Josh Allen has finally started to come in form again. He's shown he abs- – I know it was the Seahawks defense, but he absolutely torched them. And it doesn't matter if you're playing the Seahawks. That's still a statement performance, and they did beat – the Seahawks, who are a good football team. I got the Bills in this one. I think they're going to squeak away with the win. Maybe a three, at most, a touchdown game, but I got the Bills. Yeah, I got the Bills winning this one. You know, it was tough to see last week the Seahawks lose, but, you know, respect to the Bills. They played better. Uh, they forced turnovers, and they shut down Russell Wilson. Like, they put, he still put up 34 points, but as well, like Thomas said as well, they he forced him into two, they forced him into two interceptions, two fumbles. He, he had a fumble, I think, as well. So one of the running backs had a fumble, I believe. Um, as much as I want to say the Cardinals, you know, are a great team and they also beat the Seahawks as well, <laughs> but regardless, uh, I got the Buffalo Bills winning this one and really it's going to come down to a matchup of 
who's going to be more successful against the other team's defense between Diggs and Hopkins. And I think that's going to be a key to this game. See who can, who can rack up more yards against the opposing defense. And I think Diggs has just been playing lights out the past few weeks. And so is Hopkins, but I do think that Diggs is having a bit of a better season. So I got the Bills winning a close one, despite the Cardinals being favorites um, to win this. Um, our next matchup is an AFC West divisional matchup. We have the Las Vegas Raiders and Denver Broncos. Uh, who are you guys taking in this week's matchup? I was never really a fan of Derek Carr. I don't know why. I was also not never a fan of Matt Ryan. I just hate quarterbacks, really. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one. Five and three going up against the Broncos. I haven't been too impressed with the Broncos this year, as the record shows for it. I think as much as I disliked Derek Carr in the past, he's kind of warming up on me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them. Yeah, I, I love Derek Carr. Um, I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. Um, I forget how many years ago it was, but I remember it was around Christmas time. Um, maybe not around Christmas. I forget when it was, but it was him in an MVP race at the end of the year, and he broke his leg in one of the last few games. The same week that Marcus Mariota broke his leg. And since then, he has not been the same. Um, however, though, uh, Vegas has done some good things this year. Even with their 5-3 and three record, they're making a push. I don't know how close they are for, for a wild-card spot in the AFC, um, knowing how Miami's really making a push. Um, and there are a lot of teams that are close enough to take a few good weeks. Uh, the Broncos being one of those teams. Um, that division is already solidified, though. The Chiefs win that division, and they will for a long, long time. However, uh, Vegas has looked good this year. New stadium, new look. Um, their owner has the best haircut in the league. Uh, I mean, Jason Witten is their tight end. A uh, guy was an analyst last year. Uh, they got Darren Waller. They got Renfro, who's a big guy at Clemson. Uh, Henry Rugg, great rookie. They got my guy, Nelson Aguilar, Eagles legend, uh, who is looking like a god deep threat wide receiver that the Eagles have needed for years. Um, I will take Vegas in that game in this game solely based on the fact that Denver is not too enticing. Drew, uh, Drew Locke is coming off his first career 300-yard game, but look at it. It was against the Falcons. Not an impressive team. Uh, Broncos did lose to the Falcons. Um, and they're not one of those teams like, oh, they're not going to lose twice in a row. Like, watch out for the Broncos. Uh, they're not a good team. They could play spoiler, however, but I will take Vegas this week. Yeah, uh, this one, honestly, I wanted to pick Denver just out of the fact that, like, upset of the week. But uh, I'm, I'm taking – the Raiders in this one, uh, the Broncos have uh, some key injuries on defense and on offense. You know, a lot of guys are questionable. So I'm just not confident in picking Denver. Um, you know, like the Raiders have allowed a sack a game this season. Uh, that's another thing that uh, has been or, or kind of also didn't want me to pick the Broncos just because, you know, their their offensive line is 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 from decent I'd say to like good uh, and yeah the just the Broncos defense is is not the greatest either I'd say they're just average and I feel like Derek Carr can have a good game 
and pull this one off. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the I was about to say the Broncos. Sorry, I'm taking the Raiders. All I'm gonna say is the Raiders better be up by a lot going into the fourth quarter because Drew Locke over the past two weeks in the fourth quarter he's had two three touchdown games in the fourth quarter. But he's fell asleep for the first three quarters. So Drew Locke has kind of shown his potential a little bit, but he also has shown like some absolute like horrible play over the past couple weeks too. So I don't think he'll probably pull another fourth quarter surge out of his pocket, but all I'm going to say is that the Raiders better be up by a lot going into the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. I think they're a better team. They're a better quarterback. I got the Raiders. Yeah, I got the Raiders in this one. I think they're a better team. You know, they look pretty decent. Uh, they beat the Chiefs as well. That's one thing as well. Like, you know, they put up a decent amount of points against the, Chief, good Chief, against the Chiefs. Yeah, Broncos, again, yeah, Drew Locke has been streaky, you know, the past few weeks. Yeah, he's been great in the fourth quarter, but, you know, it's the whole game that matters. And as much as you want to try to come back in the fourth quarter, it can be tough to do. But, yeah, so I got the Raiders winning this one in a close game. Our next matchup is a AFC divisional match between the Pittsburgh Steelers, undefeated 8-0, versus uh, Joey B and the Bengals. Who are you guys taking in this week's game? You know what? I've been saying the last couple of weeks the breaks need to get hit once on the Steelers train. Steelers can definitely make a run at the Super Bowl, 100%. I think if any team can beat the Chiefs, it's them. Don't call me crazy. Joey Barrow is taking down the Steelers this week, boys. And I'm sorry, Mike, because I love the Steelers. I love Chase Claypool. I love Mike Tomlin. And I love the boy TJ Watt. But I think it's time for Joey B to put the brakes on another team. Did it against the Titans. I think the Steelers are better than the Titans. I think it's I think it's gonna happen. I think Joey I think Joey Bucket's gonna gonna get this dub. I like to report treason. Uh, I'm gonna call the the Mounties over to you guys in Canada if you're picking against the Steelers in this game. because um, you know, you boys you boys over in Canada love Mapletron, as you like to call them. The second coming of Calvin Johnson is indeed Chase Claypool per all of Canada. Even I think even Justin Trudeau said it. However, Joey B, great rookie quarterback. He might no longer be offensive rookie of the year considering Justin Herbert. Um, the Steelers are 9-0 after this week. I love Joey B, love LSU. But I don't know. I just don't see him getting it done against a team that has a lot of proven guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, Ben Roethlisberger. That defense is dangerous. They wake up feeling dangerous every week. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to finish with a perfect record, but I'm not going to say, like, if there's a week that they're going to lose, it's going to be the Bengals. Um, yeah, that uh, – I don't think Joey B is ready for that one yet. I'd, lo- I'd love to see him prove me wrong, though. Um, but, yeah, Steelers are winning this game. So I can see how some people might consider this a trap game and how, you know, um, Joey and the Bengals might be able to, you know, knock this – well, like, knock this one off and beat the Steelers. Um, you know, even, like, last week, you know, the, the Steelers had some troubles against the Cowboys. It wasn't as everybody expected, uh, you know, the game to play out. But, obviously, full bias on this one, I'm taking the Steelers. Um, and I'll just, honestly, just throw out some stats. Uh, you know, 
previous like rookie quarterbacks to face an un, uh, undefeated team are one in six. Uh, the Bengals have lost their first game after the bye week in four straight seasons. Uh, Joey Burrow has yet to throw a touchdown when under pressure, and Pittsburgh pressures like they 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 have the highest like pressuring percentage in the NFL. So, um, you know what? If this was Andy Dalton, maybe I change. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, the Steelers. The Steelers are gonna. I feel like they're going to, you know, prove people wrong in this one. After last week, I saw some people saying, "Oh, you know, they should have blown them out." You know, they're not a true uh, power team, powerhouse, whatever. And I think this week they're going to be able to prove it against the Bengals. So obviously, I'm taking the Steelers. Mike, I know how much you love your stats, so I got a stat right here for you. Burrow has 221 completions through his first eight games, which is the most by a player ever through eight career games. Burrow is, like, he looks like the real deal. I know you said he hasn't thrown a touchdown under pressure, but it's kind of tough to throw a touchdown under pressure. Like, it's not the easiest thing to do in the world. Um, And, you know, he's looked really good, and... I know the Bengals are two and five, but if any team's gonna beat the Steelers, it's gonna be the Bengals, or it's gonna be the <laughs> it's gonna be the Bengals. <laughs> so I got the Bengals in this one. Pump the brakes, boys. Pump the brakes. Sam, who's your next you, you guys, you guys gotta pump the brakes, okay? Yeah. You really think you really think that Joe Burrow and the two five and one Bengals are gonna go into into I'm trying to into into Pittsburgh into Steel Town? Heinzfield, baby. Yeah, Heinzfield. Heinzfield, yeah. sir. Burrow's putting up 450, five touchdowns. Torching nah, him. nah, 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 nah. You saw nah, what the four-string Cowboys <laughs> quarterback did to him? That was crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, the, I was Steelers, to... the Steelers are taking this one, and that's a fact. And it, it, if they lose, if they lose, I think it's important for them. Yeah, like I think they brought up some great points. Alex and uh, Thomas did as well. Some great points that in regards to – when a team a team needs to at least lose one game in it, like you know, an undefeated season, to kind of get them back onto earth, to get them back. Or you can be the, or you can be the Pats and lose to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl <laughs> twice. Yeah, you could be them as well. But I think it's an important game for the bank for the Steelers not to become complacent. And yeah, it can can it's going to be considered a trap game because you know if they come out saying, "Oh, we're easily going to wipe the floor," well, you almost lost to the Cowboys last week, so. And the Bengals are probably a better team. So I'm going to say watch out. All I'm saying the Bengals are going to take uh, – the Steelers are going to take this one. But watch out if you're a Steelers fan. Like, you know, Mike, if the, if the Bengals come out flying and the Steelers come awake uh, – come, come out sleeping and stuff. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. Um, Thank God. On. Thank God you chose the Steelers because I was going to say, Sam, choose your next words very carefully. <laughs> I was going to erupt <laughs> if, if more of us were going to pick the Bengals over the Steelers. So uh, it, we have our chat going on, and Dalton said, if the Steelers lose, Mike has to shave the beard. So what if the Steelers lose, but then the Packers also lose? Yeah. Can you go, like, one side, yeah, like, one clean side shaven, no, and then, like, one 100%. I will do it. I don't care how ridiculous. No, no, no. Here's, here's, what, here's what you got to do. Here's what you have to shave the eyebrows. Moving on to our next game, um, we got the Seahawks and the Rams. The Rams are coming out, coming under, coming into the game as two and a half point favorites at home. Uh, they're in their brand new SoFi Stadium, you know, the uh, multi, probably the multi million dollar stadium. Uh, no bias here, but um, I got the Seahawks winning this one. 
<laughs> that's I, I get to see expert in this one. I think that Russell Wilson's gonna have a bounce back game. Um, from what I've seen as well, he kind of has now. He's been streaky, and I think that he's his MVP. Like he's losing. It's his race to lose because he's had some tough weeks against some really good defense. Well, a good game, a good defense against the Bills. Um, and as well, the Cardinals, he had a tough game. So I think in those two games, he really hurt his MVP candidate in regards to Kansas City run. But I do see the Seahawks uh, winning this one. Who you guys got? I think Jared Goff sucks at football. I really do. Like, if there's something called a system quarterback, that is Jared Goff. My God, he looked like he was playing arena football against the Dolphins. Wow. There was a point where some people were saying that Carson Wentz wasn't as good as Jared Goff. Yeah, the Eagles aren't doing good that year, but oh my God, Jared Goff's terrible at football. And Russell Wilson is very good at football. Seahawks are going to win this game. It's a bounce back game for Russ. I think Jared Goff's going to get maybe one interception, maybe two, maybe 150 yards. There we go. And remember, the Seahawks don't have that good of a defense. They're, they're, they're a pretty bad defense. Copyright pending. Let Russ cook the cookbook. I'm taking the Seahawks this week. I don't know how they couldn't be favored in any fashion. The Rams are five and three, but they have done absolutely nothing. Um, impressive for most of the season. Uh, Jared Goff has been really declining, which I'm so happy to see because as an Eagles fan, obviously some of some of us Eagles fans aren't aren't uh, you know all on the same page when it comes to Carson Wentz, but I think all of us. As, a, as an Eagles collective can agree that Carson Wentz is better than Jared Goff. There's not many guys that I wouldn't take over Carson Wentz right now, to be that fair. Back onto the Rams, though. Uh, they have a lot of weapons on that offense, whether they're big names or not. Uh, interesting stat, Cooper Cup had 21 targets last week, I believe. 21 passes thrown to him. Lamar Jackson, for reference, threw 23 passes last week. Uh Cooper Cup, however, is not a wide receiver one. I don't think he would be in many systems, maybe other than the Jets. Uh, but, you know, they got guys like Braxton Berrios that can play the same role. I will take the Seahawks in this game. Russ, we've mentioned it. Sam's mentioned it. Everyone has. It's Russ's race to lose to the MVP. Uh, he has some guys breathing down his neck, though. The Rams have a good pass defense, you know, spearheaded by Jalen Ramsey himself. Seahawks take this game, though. Uh, even though Seahawks are missing Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde, they find a way to do it. They've had a few big losses the last few weeks, but they are six and two. Still a respectful team in the NFC. Let's go, Russ. Uh, this one's going to make Sam very happy. I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, I just think that they are a better team than the Rams. Uh, I'm going to let the Jared Goff hatred continue. He is absolutely awful. Um, you know, and, and just he's shown it this season. Uh, he showed it in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Uh, he's, he's just not that great. And uh, I, I will say, though, that the Seahawks defense is, is the, the weakest part of their team this year. And it sucks because, honestly, I think if the Seahawks had a better defense, they could be undefeated, too, just like the Steelers. Um, and everything like that. So I'm taking the, yeah, taking the Seahawks in this one. Um, I think it'll be a tight game uh, against the, the two teams. Yeah, Russell Wilson, he started to cool down a bit other than, you know, the San Francisco, San Francisco game. If you count the Arizona game, sort of, but then you also count the Bills game. 
he has like five interceptions over those two games. And I think because of those two games, he's kind of nudged away from being the front running the MVP. I think Mahomes is right now. Mahomes is pretty much the only guy that hasn't had like an absolute dud of a game. Like the only reason why he had back-to-back weeks where I think he had like 200 passing yards because of weather conditions. But I think Mahomes is front runner right now. And I think this will be a close game. I, I feel like Russell Wilson is slowly starting to get burnt out more and more as the season goes on because he is the entire team. And Russell Wilson, you know, he can take the pressure of being the man for Seattle he has been the man. But he's doing so much, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts burning out and if the Rams manage to squeak away with this one, if Aaron Donald manages to pressure him a lot and maybe force him into making some bad throws. But I, I, I got the – I think I have the Rams in a really close one, like three-point game, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks win. All right, moving on into our next game. We got uh, the Saints and the 49ers. The 49ers seriously injured. It's basically a practice squad out there, considering the fact that they're missing George Kittle, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, a whole Solomon Thomas, a whole other players as well. Um, they just traded away a decent linebacker as well, Quan Alexander. So it's an easy one, I think. Who are you guys taking in this week's matchup? So the Saints just came off of a statement when they're 2-0 and against the TB12 Buccaneers. Um, which means that they control their destiny now um, with the tiebreakers and stuff like that. As you said, the San Francisco 49ers have been riddled with injuries all year. Um, Pretty Boy Garoppolo, unfortunately, is sitting at home now. Um, I don't really think he was an amazing quarterback in the first place. And Bosa has been out since, what, week one? And injuries keep adding up and adding up and adding up. I think the Saints are going to take this one pretty comfortably, and that's all I have to say about this matchup. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints again. I think I've said it every week whenever we went to the 49ers, you know, given a regular, regular time where they're not fully injured, they'd be a great team. They're four and five still, surprisingly, um, which oddly puts them in a good race for a wild card, even though they're not locked into anywhere near it right now. They could still do it. They could play spoiler this week and get to 500. That being said, though, they are playing the Saints, um, a team that has really stepped up over the last few weeks. Uh, I picked them last week over the Buccaneers, and they destroyed them. Yeah, I just don't see a way that Drew Brees loses many games left. Uh, the NFC is very competitive. But it is Drew Brees. He has Michael Thomas back. Alvin Kamara is still an animal. Jared Cook's been, like, quietly one of the best uh, red zone tight ends in the game this season. Um, thankfully, you know, that win did cap off a pretty good week for me in picks. I went 9-3 nine, nine and three last week. Looking to replicate that. And I think uh, the late slate of games here are a lot of close ones. Uh, this being one of them. The 49ers can out of nowhere put up 30 points, oddly. Uh, but if they're going to put up 30, New Orleans putting up at least 40. So I'll take that. Yeah, uh, the Saints are going 7-2. and two. They're winning this one. Uh, like the 49ers, they're just riddled with injuries. I don't even know who's playing what position anymore for them. Uh, they've allowed six rece- uh, touchdowns to – like reception touchdowns or whatever – to wide receivers in their last two games. That is a lot. And the Saints haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 46 straight games. So uh, 
the Saints are winning this one. Drew Brees is going to, you know, be an animal and just take over. And uh, the defense also is going to, you know, play their part. And they're going to win this one. I feel like this – Dalton is right, though, that the 49ers could, you know, put up, four, uh, like, 30 points out of, like, nowhere. Or they could, you know, upset this game. Uh, but I, I think that the Saints are going to, you know – this is going to be another blowout of the week. So I'm taking them. Yeah, the Saints, in my latest edition of the power rankings that haven't been released yet, they made the biggest jump that any team ever has. They went from 11th place to third place, just like that. Like, now that Breeze has his full set of playmakers, you know, Michael Thomas is back there. Offense is one of the best in the league, if not maybe even the like behind Mahomes, one of the best um, – one of the best offenses in the league. And they did absolutely poop on Tom Brady last week. And, you know, I found this interesting stat. I'm sounding like Mike right now. Um, so the 49ers, they have a 22-8 and eight record with Jimmy, but are 5-22 and 22 with anyone else in that span. And obviously, it's not just Jimmy that's injured. They have so many other key injuries. And I think, I think they have the most um injuries or people on the IR in the NFL so yeah I got the Saints in this one I don't think it'll be that close like the 49ers are a really well coached team but yeah I don't think coaching is enough to help break away with the win what was that a was that a spoiler alert for the newest edition of the intermission power rankings by Thomas I think it was was that was that was that the New Orleans Saints jumping up to three from previous week's 11? If you want to find out the rest of the power rankings, make sure you head over to the intermissionsports.com and see Thomas's newest edition of the power rankings. And after this quick commercial break, we are heading back to Sam. All righty. Now that we're back from commercial break, um, sponsored by uh, State Farm, double, discount double check. <laughs> the Saints are winning this one. Um, the 49ers are riddled with injuries. They got Nick Mullins at quarterback. And, you know, honestly, I, I just want to point this out. Nick Mullins put up more points against the Seahawks than Jimmy Garoppolo did in three quarters. Now, if that doesn't show you how bad Jimmy Garoppolo has been and his one-year wonder is over, uh, it just that's, that's a little side weird and wacky stat. But the Saints are rolling. They got a full offense. Their defense is clicking. They're really turning into a complete team. And with the 49ers riddled as they are, this is an easy, easy game. Uh, to pick it's the Saints they're gonna win this one big blow Drew Brees is gonna I believe I believe he passed Tom Brady as well they're kind of both of them are fighting back and forth and so like that between the all-time touchdown list but I think he's gonna take a lead on Brady here in the all-time touchdown list on to our on to our next game <laughs> oh. I'm very confused we're making jokes in the chat about who's sponsoring this and I like I just like to say that um the person that's sponsoring this latest power rankings is the frog that lives in Patrick Mahomes' throat. Also, Andy Dalton sponsoring this uh, podcast. NordVPN, Raid Shadow Legends, check them out. Uh, moving on into our second, second last match of the game, we've got the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. Obviously, if this was this last year when Tom Brady was on the Patriots, this was probably going to be a much more anticipated game, but the Patriots are absolute dog this year they're terrible the Ravens yeah they haven't looked great but they're coming out as seven point favorites the Ravens are taking this one by a landslide who are you guys taking in this week's game this week's game yeah um so Casey hasn't joined us on this episode and I will tell her after that I'm gonna rip the Patriots once again they're not a good team 
as a Dolphins fan. And obviously, we got a Bills fan here. We got someone from Massachusetts that hates the Patriots. We got another AFC fan, and then we got a Seahawks fan. We all hate the Pats. We hate the Pats. And being from Broward County, Lamar Jackson being from Broward County, got to hold it down for the 954. Rough season, but he's playing the Pats. They're basically just a little bit of a better version of the Jets. And, yeah, just, just a tiny bit. I'm taking Lamar Jackson and the Purple Boys this week. I threw an absolute Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary last week saying the Jets were going to beat the Pats. I said that purely out of hate. Um, you know, speak it into existence, and we're looking at the Jets about to win that game. They're playing the Ravens 6-2. and two. Lamar hasn't looked his best. They're still winning, however. Take the Ravens in this one. You've heard me spew my Patriots hate in the past. Uh, there's nothing more to say. Pats suck. I absolutely love it. Um, there's not a single team that I'd obviously pick the Patriots over last week, considering that I picked the Jets over them. Ravens take this one easily. Uh, again, one of those given in normal circumstances, this would be a great Sunday night game. Um, two teams that have dominated prime time for the last decade. Um, the Ravens haven't been as good as they are right now, but they still had all those primetime games back today with Ray Lewis, who is not a murderer, uh, per sources. Um, and, you know, obviously the Tom Brady Pats, they got Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night games. Um, yeah, we got, uh, got an easy one picking this one, got the Ravens. Pats got the Dunn chain. Uh, Casey, if you're listening to this part of the podcast, I want you, I, or I want you, I strongly advise you plug your ears for the next minute. The Patriots almost lost to the Jets, which I picked last week to win, same with Dalton. They almost lost to the Jets, who are 0-9. and nine. They are a terrible football team, the Patriots are. Despite the three wins that they've somehow have managed to pull off, they are easily a the top five worst team in the NFL right now. And that also is because I hate the Patriots and, you know, I'm, I'm saying that out of pure hate, but yeah, they almost lost to the Jets last week and, you know, the Ravens. Yeah. Lamar Jackson hasn't looked good and all that um, in the past like few weeks, but they're going to take this one easy win. Um, kind of sad that it's a Sunday night primetime game and we're watching, you know, the Patriots again, but, uh, but yeah, Ravens are, Ravens are undoubtedly taking this one. Yeah. I'm going to rip the Patriots too. Cause I feel like they need a good ripping. Cause I picked the jets too. Cause I hate the Patriots and they didn't really disappoint Cam Newton. He was horrible against the jets until the fourth quarter. And I know he had two rushing scores. That was at least somewhat of a positive. And he did help them win the game, but that's like the only positive he's had this season or like over the past four weeks, something like that. And that's at least one tiny positive in a season that's been absolutely, well, a season where the Patriots fall into the basement of the league, which is absolutely glorifying to see. Um, Lamar Jackson hasn't really been his MVP self, obviously. Like he's only thrown for three touchdowns once this season and that was against the Browns and he's only ran for a hundred yards once in a game this season. 
which is kind of crazy considering he's a running back. But, um, yeah, I definitely got the Ravens in this one. I feel bad for Cam because, you know, he's a good guy, I think. But, yeah, Ravens winning this one easy. All right, moving on into our last game of the week. We got the Bears versus the Vikings. Uh, Monday night football game. Vikings coming up as three-point favorites. The Vikings also as well surprisingly beat the Packers, I believe it was like last week or two weeks ago. So I'm probably going to say the Vikings are taking this one on the road. That's my pick. You know, I just, I just don't trust the Bears. Uh, they're pretenders. Uh, Nick Foles just isn't it this year. And, yeah, I – uh, what is it? Dalvin Cook's been playing outstanding the past few weeks, and I think he's going to continue continue on that tear. So I got the Vikings winning big by seven. Right down. So uh, Zito from uh, the Pat McAfee Show loves the Bears. Unfortunately, if you watch the latest episode of Gridiron Heights, they did a little Among Us thing, and they said, "Who are the imposters?" Everyone said the Bears. Bears got voted out. So the Minnesota Dalvin Cooks, as termed by our football head Dalton Rice are going to take this one from the pretenders or, as we should say, the imposter Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Chicago are pretenders. Dalvin Cook's going to win this game. The one thing I'll give the Bears credit for is they have a great run defense. Uh, they pretty much shut down Derrick Henry last week um, on 21 carries for 68 yards. Considering the volume that Derrick Henry gets, it's pretty impressive only holding the 68 yards. Normally, that's like 100-plus for him easily. As we saw on Thursday night against the Colts where they lost, on 19 carries, he had 103 yards. Um, the Bears' run defense has been pretty good. Uh, they are playing against Dalvin Cook, who has over 400 scrimmage yards in the last two weeks. Uh, Kirk Cousins, awful quarterback. What can I say? They've been carried. Um, the Bears are one of those teams, though, along with Carolina and up until recently Atlanta, that I can never really pick right. Um, I don't think it's safe to, to pick either team in this game. They're both technically pretenders, uh, as the Vikings came in the season pretty high projections. The Bears did not, however, and they still are above 500. Uh, I'll take the Vikings solely off, the, off that Packers game where they dominated Aaron Rodgers somehow. Uh, surprisingly great Monday night game, finally, that we're getting, even though the Jets-Patriots did turn into a barn burner there at the end. Um, we're getting a quality game this week. I think it's going to be pretty low scoring. Dalvin Cook is the guy to watch, though, because if the Bears can't contain them, it's their game to win. Uh, before I get into my pick, I just want to say some breaking news. Joe Mixon is out against the Steelers. So, Alex Thomas, now is your time to audible and pick the Steelers. Jo- Joey Buckets. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my, girl. oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to quickly say that. But um, So, it's a Monday night game. Vikings, Bears, and Kirk Cousins is obviously at quarterback. And you know what that means. He's going to play absolutely bad. Um, he's 0-9 uh, on, in his career on Monday night games. So, obviously, I'd, I'm taking the Bears. I think this will be a bounce-back game after, you know, they've lost three straight games. 
Uh, and it's kind of a must win for them if they want to, you know, continue and, and potentially get a playoff spot this year. So, you know, they, they need this game. And I think that they'll be able to do it. They're home. Minnesota overall, if we're talking about their, how their season has gone, you know, from start to current, they haven't been that great. You know, they've had a disappointing season. They're three and five. So, uh, yeah. Um, there was one more stat that I wanted to talk about, but I can't seem to find it. So I'm just going to end off by saying, let's go Bears. You say stat, I raise you a stat, Mike. Um, Matt Nagy is 4-0 ever since taking over against the Vikings in 2018 and 2-1 on Monday Night Football. And even though the Bears have the worst offense in the league, without a doubt, horrible, they do have a good defense. And if they manage to stuff Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins won't be able to do anything because he can't do anything unless they establish the run and they can get the play action going. Because that's the only way – that's how he was able to get touchdowns last week because they were so – the who did the um, Vikings play last week? I forgot. But the team they played last week – um they couldn't stop the run play action was open and um yeah it's going to come down to that stopping dalvin cook the best player on the field without a doubt but yeah i i think i got it's tough it's going to come down to that but i i feel like the vikings should be able to win this but i wouldn't be surprised if the bears win this either it could go either way yeah it's going to be an exciting uh week of football there's a lot of good games there's a lot of games that could be close, obviously, with uh, certain teams and stuff. Despite having bad records, they end up always being uh, somewhat good games. Uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Any other final words before we wrap up, boys? Any other final thoughts we got here? Um, for you guys who picked against the Bills, feel sorry. You're going to get that pick wrong. Guys, pick, You guys all picked against the Bills last week against the Hawks. You saw how that turned out. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, Alex is uh, going to Dallas this week, and he's not only is he having dinner with Amari Cooper uh, and uh, Jerry Jones, he is um, he's getting in some reps. He's your starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys next week. Yeah, you know, I got the call from uh, Mr. Jones about two hours before he hopped on the podcast. Basically, he said, we were going to call you up just for the scout team, but we think you have the potential to take the Cowboys back to being America's team. We want you to not only throw the ball 75 times to Amari Cooper, we're going to pay you the 35 million we should have gave to Dak Prescott. So um, uh, definitely the beers on me boys when Jerry uh, slides that fat check to me and I uh, take the Cowboys to Super Bowl this year. So uh, yeah, because we're going to win the NFC East. And my six foot, 220 pounds ass that runs probably seven seconds in a 40 second sprint is going to take over for Zeke at running back. Our play action is going to be unbeatable. Alex is going to bomb at 90 feet, and I'm going to run Dude, it. I'm going to take when, it all the way. When me and Thomas do the RPO, no matter who we're coming up against, it's crazy. We're going to be looking like we're playing for Alabama, and we're playing against Mississippi State. Line's going to keep it, keep it going. RPO, a little action, do a little fader out. Thomas in the end zone, going to sling it with one, with one arm, one foot tucked behind my back, no eyes you know, behind my head. We're going to win that game 36-2. It'll be like jumps. It'll be like twenty-two Jump Street when Channing Tatum was in. <laughs> when Channing Tatum was playing football, he's gonna be the quarterback and be running down. He's gonna hit me in the end zone touchdown. I can't wait to see the Cowboys play. Oh my God! Why are they on a bye week? I want to see Alex and Thomas just 
who are they playing? That's what I want to find out next week. Oh my god, that's that's gonna be a great game. Honestly, if you if, if you you better have Alex and Thomas in your fantasy next week because they're gonna go off. You know, Vegas put the spread at uh they put us under the spread, but we're gonna cover that spread. We're gonna we're gonna cover the over, and you you know we're gonna make you some money. So intermission betting. Mm-hmm. Better the Cowboys when me and Thomas are starting. You guys are playing the Vikings next week, by the way. So that's that's gonna be a great one. It's gonna be a great one. I'm also playing middle linebacker, so I'm gonna sack Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna have Delvin Cook. Uh, you're gonna hold him to like five rushing yards. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also gonna be play safety too, and I'm just gonna blitz every play, like um, Adams on Seahawks. Just blitz every play, no matter what, and just try to get the quarterback. Alrighty. Um, on a more serious, uh, you know non-starting lineup uh, note. Uh, we've officially reached the halfway point. Most teams have played eight games. Um, a lot of teams have played nine. Um, we did a cover little, little bit of cover last week on, you know, our, our picks for players. I want to hear your guys' division picks for each division heading into the playoffs. Who do you got in each division? Yeah, just pulling up the schedule here real quick. Start off from AFC East. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think the Dolphins will slip in and get a wild card spot, but I'm going to stick to my prediction that I had at the beginning of the year with the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to give them the AFC East. AFC West, I think we're all going to have the Chiefs. AFC North, even though the Ravens were in it, the Steelers are the best team in the AFC North and one of the three best teams, not even in the AFC, just the NFL in general. So we're going to go with the Steelers and the AFC North. AFC South. This is an interesting one. Colts came out, made a statement winning against the Titans. I don't think the Titans are done yet. I think the Titans will pull out that division, and there's no chance the Jaguars or Texans are going to get that. Moving on to the NFC, the NFC East, Dalton, we're going with the boys. Philadelphia Eagles are going to take this division. NFC West, I like the Seahawks. I like the Cardinals. I think that defense is going to, is going to be problematic down the stretch, and – there's a chance that Russell can burn out. I'm going to take the Cardinals taking this division. Um, it's, it's a really tight division in football. I think Russell Wilson is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but there's a very good chance he can burn out. NFC North taking the Packers and NFC South. Already, the Saints already beat the Buccaneers twice this year. Got the head, the head tiebreaker on them, and I think they are a better football team. So those are my predictions. All right. Um, I'll start in the NFC. NFC West, um, probably the best division of football. Um, numbers wise, the worst team in the division is the 49ers sitting at four and five. Um, you don't see a lot of four win teams in the last place right now. It's been a weird season. Um, I'll take the Seahawks to finish up that division first with the Cardinals getting a wild card spot. Um, NFC East, the NFC least. Um, we, we joked for a while that it's really anyone's vision to win. Um, you know, joking seriously actually um seriously this this division is up to anyone but as i mentioned earlier the eagles are getting healthy right now um i i i don't think any other team in that division is going to beat them um eagles have a lot of division games left over um yeah it's theirs to lose nfc south another great division in the nfc um i got the same twin in that one still uh drew Brees is a dangerous quarterback down the stretch not the best of performers in the playoffs, however. I think the Bucs get that second wild card spot. NFC North, Packers, uh, the Bears are definitely pretenders. The Vikings aren't going to do any better. The Lions aren't going to do any better. Packers take that division. 
AFC East, got the Bills and Dolphins. Um, I'll take the Bills in that division. Uh, Josh Allen's heating up, uh, continuing that great beginning of the season he had. Kind of slumped, like kind of slacked off for two or three weeks there. Uh, they're still at seven and two. Big winning at the Seahawks last week. Uh, Dolphins are going to push for a wild card spot in that division. AFC South, one of the harder divisions to pick right now, considering the Titans, I think, have lost like three straight. Abysmal performance this week already against the Colts. Um, I'll take the Colts win that division. I'll say it again. You know, I have to every, every single podcast. Phil Rivers not the guy to trust. Uh, I think the host of home playoff game with possibly the Titans in that second wild card spot. Um, AFC North, we got the Steelers, Ravens pushing at one and two with the above 500 Browns in third. I don't think the Browns are going to continue, so I think they'll be out of the playoff spot um, within the next three weeks. Uh, the Steelers are 8-0. Don't see them finishing 16-0, but I think they will win in that division. The Ravens are 6-2. and They will be in one of those tight wild card spots with the Dolphins, the Titans themselves, and possibly the Raiders in the AFC West, who are currently in second uh, with a two-game hold above the Broncos and three games above the Chargers. Uh, the AFC West, though, is Patty Mahomes and his weapons division to lose, though. Uh, I don't see them dropping three games and the Raiders winning three games in that span. Um, the Chiefs will push into the playoffs deep. They'll get, a, they'll get a home playoff game if not a bye. Yeah, the AFC is definitely the most interesting when it comes to wildcard spots, though, because second place in every division is very highly touted when it comes to the Dolphins, who have – had a great season. They've been they've been close in every single game. You got the Titans, who have been on a little downhill skid, but they can still push. The Ravens are six and two. Uh, Lamar is not looking too great, but I mean, if you can throw twenty three passes and still win a game, why the hell not be in the playoffs? And obviously, the Raiders. Derek Carr needs some more respect. He's leading a really really weird lineup right now. They're gonna do great things. Yeah, so I'll start off in the AFC with the AFC East. Uh, I have the Jets actually coming from behind. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm taking the Bills, but uh, you know what? That's going to be a close one. And I do think Alex made a great point earlier in the podcast that, you know, since they face off in the last week of the season, that the Dolphins can, you know, it can be like a game for whoever or, yeah, a game for the division. So, you know, that'll be a great one. Uh, but for now, I'm going to pick the Bills. Uh, then the AFC North, uh, the Steelers are taking this one. Even though the Ravens are only two games behind them, or two and a half, technically, uh, with the tiebreaker. But um, uh, we might have lost Mike to technical difficulties. Um, yeah. yeah, it looks like he's frozen. Either that or he's trying to take the red eye that me and Thomas are about to hop on in about 20 minutes to Dallas. Oh, actually, actually uh, Adam Schefter just texted me saying that the Texans have picked up uh, Mike Sampagna off of uh, the free agency waiver this week. Um, he'll he'll be serving as number two. Maybe we'll see some uh, some wildcat with Big Mike this week. <laughs> All right. Since Mike is AFK, I guess right now I'll go with my picks. I'll start in the NFC, NFC East. Like I know you, I know you said, I know you said that the Eagles are gonna come out, but I I think they will. But like it's most competitive division in the NFL right now. Anything could happen. You never know what'll happen. NFC North, I've got the I got the Packers coming out of there. 
I think the Vikings are three and five. It's too late for them right now. And Chicago is not going to have a better record than the Packers at the end of the season. The Lions are done for. NFC South, um, I think the Saints are going to come out. They have a tiebreaker over the Bucks, and um, they they just shown that they're a better team this season than the Bucks. And now that Breeze has all his weapons back, I feel like and an easy schedule ahead. I could see them easily taking the division. NFC West, I got the Cardinals come out of there. I feel like the Cardinals are a better team than the Seahawks because I feel like they're a little more well-rounded because Seahawks defense is horrible. I do think Russell Wilson's obviously a better quarterback than Kyler Murray right now at this given moment. But I, I do see the Cardinals coming out of that division. And then moving on to the AFC. In the AFC East, I got the Bills coming out of there, no bias. I do think that they are better than the Dolphins right now. I, I, I would love to see the final game of the season be like a determiner for the division. But yeah, I got the Bills coming out of there. AFC South, it's kind of, it's kind of tricky right now because Indiana just slapped Tennessee. But I, I do think the Titans are going to get it together and come out of the division and win it. And um, AFC West, I got the Chiefs, obviously. They're the best team, and no other team's going to come close. And finally, in the AFC North, I got the Bengals. They're going to go undefeated. And the <laughs> and Steelers are going to lose a bunch of games, and they're going to blow the division. So, yeah, those are my picks. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing with the Jets. I thought the Jets were going to take this one and, you know, come from behind and just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just joking. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking – I'm going to start in the AFC with the AFC East. I'm taking uh, the Bills in this one. But uh, as Alex was mentioning earlier in the podcast – uh, that potentially the last game of the season could be, um, you know, a win or lose situation in terms of who's taking over the division. So I do think that, you know, is, is very possible. And, and uh, you know, that would that would be great, you know, as a, as a football fan to watch. But uh, for now, I'm going to take the Bills. So, yeah. So for the AFC North, I'm going with the Steelers. Um, yeah, they definitely won't go undefeated. Uh, but, you know, they have a two and a half lead against the Ravens, uh, two and a half games, sorry, lead against the Ravens. And, you know, I just feel like they're the better football team and they're the best football team in that division and arguably a top three team this year. Uh, for the AFC South, I'm actually going with the Colts. I think that the Colts are underrated uh, and they don't get a lot of the respect that they deserve. Titans are a great football team, don't get me wrong, but I just think, you know, the Colts just, you know, proved – uh, you know, this past week on Thursday night football that, you know, they are a team to be reckoned with in the AFC. And uh, I don't think that obviously they're going to go far and, you know, like win, like go make a strong push in the playoffs. But I do think that they are, you know, they're going to take this division. AFC West, no brainer. Chiefs are taking that one. No context needed. For the NFC East, the Eagles are going to take that one. Definitely, um, you know, they're, they're starting to, you know, get a nice lead in that division, um, despite everybody having losing records, unfortunately. Um, yeah, the Eagles are taking that one. Uh, I don't see any other team. You know, the Giants, they have problems, obviously. Offense, uh, major league defense as well. Cowboys, they don't have a quarterback. I mean, well, sorry, they have Alex and Thomas, so maybe we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, and, and then the Washington football team, they they're just another team that's you know a whole mess so and everything like that and they're just not strong at all whatsoever so uh the eagles are the only viable option in that division 
NFC North, the Packers are taking that one. They've been a strong team this year. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers been slinging it. Devontae Adams, great player, proving himself as a top three wide receiver in the league. So definitely Packers for that one. Saints are taking the NFC South. They're, they're going to be great um, in terms of playoffs. I really think that this might be the year that they, you know, go all the way. Um, and yeah, they proved this week that the Buccaneers, I feel, are just, un- unless the Saints can are just lose a couple of games and all that and the Bucs win. But yeah, no, the Saints are taking this one. Bucks are, 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 are definitely not as strong as them. For the NFC West, the Seahawks are taking this one. And I debated about taking the Cardinals just because I really like them this year. But I think that the Seahawks and Russell Wilson will be able to carry the team uh, to leading this division and, you know, leading the Seahawks to winning this division. Sorry. And, uh, and yeah, but that defense, I, I can't remember who said it earlier, but that defense is going to cause problems, problems for them. And uh, it can be problematic. And, you know, in, in the regular season uh, games that are left and even in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens, but I'm taking the Seahawks for that division. Yeah, I'm gonna start in the AFC with the AFC East. Uh, I got the Bills winning. They they've they've really impressed me this year. You know, they're starting to pick it up. They they had a few off weeks and stuff, especially Josh Allen. The uh, Dolphins are sneaking up on them at five and three. I think that possibly that game game week seventeen is gonna be a potential you know game of the week. It's for sure they're gonna be who's gonna win the division. But I still got the Bills winning uh, for that. Moving on to the AFC North. Uh, the Steelers are going to win it. Um, that's for sure. The Ravens just aren't the same team they were last year. The Steelers are really impressive this year. Um, it's going to be close, but I do think uh, I got the Steelers winning that one. AFC South is going to be close as well. Two competitive teams, both six and three. Both have shown great promise, but honestly, I'm going to go with the Titans, actually. I think that Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry are going to kind of bounce back and kind of go over the next few weeks. And like Dalton has said, you know, and many of even Thomas as well, um, Philip Rivers is not a guy you want to bet on. And really, he's a very streaky quarterback. Yeah, he's doing hot right now, but that could all go downhill as well later in the season. AFC West, West is an easy one. The, the, the Chiefs are t- uh, taking this one. They're 8-1. The Raiders aren't going to come close. They're probably the best team in football, if not second best to the Steelers. So that's an easy one. Moving into the NFC East, uh, the Eagles are taking this one. You know, as much as all jokes aside of how close this division is, the Eagles are the best team in that division. Out of, they're the best of the worst. Um, they're getting some key players back, which is going to be big. So I think that's going to be important. Going over to the NFC North, uh, the Packers are taking this one. As much as you know, the Bears are close, but they're pretenders. They're they were five and two. They've lost two straight. Aaron Rodgers is slinging it. He's close second MVP now. I think probably in my MVP voting would be Mahomes. Um, Rodgers and Russ. Russ has been slipping the past few weeks, but um, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers has been playing really great. Lights out. Packers are going to win that division. NFC South, easy one for me. I know they're close, you know, between the Saints and the Buccaneers, but the Saints have beat the Buccaneers twice. They've got them over the tiebreaker. Buccaneers haven't looked, you know, they, they looked up and down throughout the season. Um, the Saints have been playing really good football over the past few weeks, so I got the Saints winning that one. NFC West, honestly, it's going to be close. I think that week 16 matchup between the Cardinals and Card- uh, between the Cardinals and Seahawks is going to be big. They do face off, I believe, in week 16 um, in Seattle. And I think, or I know, I, think, I don't think it's week 16. I can make, anyways, regardless, they're going to face off one more time. And I think that's going to be big near the end of the season um, in regards to who wins the division. It's going to be close. It's, and I want to give the Cardinals uh, credit where credit is due. They're a good football team. They're probably 
better overall than the Seahawks because the Seahawks defense has been uh, so their Achilles heel has been their Seahawks def- has been the defense of the team and it's really hurting them honestly this season it's hurting them in two big games against the Bills and the Cardinals um, so yeah that's what I got for my divisional picks all right yeah we've been going for about an hour and a half now um, boys made their picks for this week uh, we talked about the division we're heading into officially the second half of the season as every team has played at least eight, eight games Make sure to look out for uh, Goldie's locks, and we got Thomas's power rankings coming up this weekend. Uh, those will be up tomorrow morning before the games. Um, again, NFL team over here at the Intermission Sports. We've been pumping out content all year, including this podcast with lots of uh, unique and individual series, um, as well as some random articles flaked in there. Also, don't forget to check out our other sports. We have some great guys and gals pumping out some great content. Um, as we have since the middle of the summer, thanks to quarantine, we're able to lock in a lot and uh, you know, really build some chemistry here. Um, sit down as a group and put some great stuff out. Uh, that'll continue for a while as, you know, there's plenty of sports to watch uh, coming up with the NBA starting up again. Oh, we got the NBA draft. I think next week, maybe in a fight, maybe in like less less than a week. Um, yeah, that's all for this week from week ten. Uh, peace out. Yeah. Never front, you take it there, it ain't no coming back Top down right here is where she wanna be As my goals unfold right in front of me Every time we fuck her soul, take a hold of me Addicted like Boogie, that be controlling me That thing keep calling Maintain, boy, I gotta keep